Hello, everybody. Heads up on this episode. This is truly the after party where we discuss everything that happened in these primaries. Squeakers. In fact, I don't think that we have the full picture even after all this. That being said, I brought a friend, Jen Briney from the Congressional Dish. Here's the issue. We came from recording the Great Night Comedy Podcast, and then we had the after party for the Great Night Comedy Podcast. So we're both a little tipsy, which means the language is a little salty. So if you're listening with your kids, please stop this podcast right now. If you are ready for a absolutely uncensored, rip-roaring run through these primary results, well... Welcome. The following is brought to you by Will Harris, Dustin Campbell, Daily Tech News Show, Andy Beach, Nick Wood, and Craig. Welcome, everybody, to the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast, the primary recap for May 18th, 2022. Now, you might just be expecting me to talk to you, but I have brought a special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Jen Briney from the Congressional Dish. How you doing? Aloha. I'm fantastic. Uh, uh, full disclosure, we have uh, done the great night. <laughs> podcast we have got done the great night after show and now we are going to run down the uh, uh primary results as we find them out for the first time <laughs> for the first time and we're totally sober by the way because uh, we're uh, fine that is that is how we are going to do it so yeah. here we go by the way this is what sarcasm sounds like because uh, we've had a legitimately great light <laughs> great light great night so let's find out. What, what what do you know about the Pennsylvania primary? So I know that that douchebag doctor was a part of it. And then there's a lady who is pretending to be Trump that apparently people are, are digging. And then there's another but person. But David so McCormick. there's like Dr. Oz, yep. Lady Trump and another dude. Yeah. That's Kathy Barnett. And then uh, uh, David McCormick. Is or Dave McCormick. He doesn't go by David. I actually tried to Google so, him like, a few what's times. What's his story? He is a uh uh oh, you're gonna love him. You're gonna love him. He is Am the I? exact Jen Branding archetype. So uh he is an investment banker. Oh, that was definitely <laughs> an insult then. Whose wife worked in the Trump administration. Ew. And uh so so the whole thing about the as what? National Security Advisor, I believe. Oh, so, uh, uh, so they're all kind of Trumpy in a way. Oh, no, no, no. So McCormick and Oz were the two black who lady were... is Trump. No, Oz got Trump's endorsement and homeboy has a wife in the Trump administration. Yes. Okay. Except for the fact that Kathy Barnett really was not even in this election until like the last two weeks. Well, yeah, like I didn't hear her name until five seconds ago. So what's her story? She is an author, somebody who lost a congressional seat by 20 points and uh, 
effectively, she is a good talker. She's a very compelling talker, and she's got a very compelling backstory in that, uh, especially considering all this Roe versus Wade conversation, she is the product of a, a mother who was raped when she was 11. And so, love it. yeah. And so she is very, you know, pro life uh, uh, without exceptions, mostly because she's the product of one of those things that would have been eliminated with any of those exceptions. So well, yeah. like, it is it is hard to yell at her specifically about that because she has a compelling case. Well, it's one of those issues. It's it, not black and white. Indeed. Uh, so let's start on the Democratic side. Uh, John Fetterman for the Democrats uh, oh. blows out Connor Lamb 56 to 25. And is Lamb our incumbent? No. Lamb, actually, I don't know if you remember this, but. I know that name. Why do I know his name? Because right after Trump got elected, remember right after Trump got elected and everybody was looking at all these like very weird special elections in like 2017 or 2016 even. Like they uh, meant the biggest things exactly it's like will the world reject trump after he got elected <laughs> so connor Lamb will they reject trump by electing people that are not trump at all and not related to him in, in any, any way, way. <laughs> yeah so connor lamb won one of those races he was okay. a democrat in a trump plus something so he impressive. was like one of those like buzzy Oh, yeah. Okay. No, like all the like Pod Save America people were like <laughs> jizzing their pantsuits about like him. <laughs> like uh, they loved him. And so he runs up against this dude, John Fetterman, who I think you would actually really love if you actually looked into John Fetterman. I mean, this is kind of a spanking. So what's Fetterman's deal? Why did he? Lieutenant like, Governor of spank? Because let's let's just qualify. Lamb got 25.7%. And right now, which... We're at 97%. It's a wrap on a wrap on a wrap. Yeah, yeah. So we've got about a quarter of the votes going to Connor Lamb and 57% going for Fetterman, which is a fucking spank spanking. Sure. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is an uncensored podcast. So uh, I'm sorry for uh, if, if you're listening with your kids, but Was we're, we're going to curse. That? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Sorry. Uh, so uh, John Fetterman, a massive human who dresses and looks the way that a Lucy menthol smells. Uh, uh, oh, is he the one you said looks like he like is a union? Yeah. That okay. dude. Here's the okay. problem. When I went up and was covering, I went to go see a John Fetterman event and he no showed and they said he was sick. What they didn't say because they campaign had not announced it was that he had a stroke. In fact, yeah. tonight, he got a pacemaker put in. So he did this with a stroke. Now, that will be a larger factor in the general election because Maybe. a candidate who has a stroke is somebody that is like one stroke away from being unelectable. Yeah, maybe. Because you can't this, have two strokes. But this stroke happened two days before the election. I mean, it's enough the primary, time to hear the primary. about it. Yes, it's enough time to hear about it. But my question about Fetterman is he looks union. Is he from everything that I know? Uh, he seems like all, all the leftists really love him. All, all, all really? the leftists, yeah, they're, they're really into him. All right, so okay. Fetterman, Fetterman is in, which is like the least interesting. Like, okay, so we're Fetterman versus 
the shit show. And here's where the interesting part is. So Kathy <gasps> Barnett. Oh my God, it's so close. Kathy Barnett is at uh, 24.5%. Turns out, She's don't believe the enough. hype. Don't believe the hype. David McCormick and Mehmet Oz. Oh my God. 30.9% tied with 99% of the vote in uh, But we're uh, talking a difference of less than three, 300. No, it's a... Th- yeah, it's less than 300. McCormick? Uh, 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 McCormick has 392,563 votes while we record. Oz uh, has yeah. 393,299 votes. So it is Jennifer less Brandy than can't do thousand. simple... Less than to save a her thousand life. for Oz. Uh, uh, look for for a man who is used to Oz doing surgery is- on on hearts. That is a surgical, <laughs> a surgical cut. So for, Oz for the Oster. Oz is up, but by less than a thousand. Although final. Although I do think I think I think there was a mandatory recount. It's at, a mandatory yeah. runoff. I think in Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's a runoff. I, well, it's I, a there's I, a is, it is a recount. So they're going to recount the votes that are cast. Yes, yes, yes. There's yeah. a big difference. Um, it's fascinating how close that shit is. Thirty point nine to thirty point nine. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a close election. Now it mirrors the fact that both Oz and McCormick spent a ton of money between the two of them. They spent over a hundred thousand on advertising alone. Can you explain to me, Kathy Barnett, because people are really excited about her for reasons that I don't care about, but they were very excited about her. And that is a significant 24.5%. That's a significant cut. That's third party type shit. What happened? here who's the both, libertarian both oz, both oz and mccormick so this is the gop primary right so it's yeah like both oz and mccormick have very high negatives uh kathy barnett one being dr fucking oz that's obvious <laughs> well the problem is that like the thing is that if oz makes it and he's going up against fetterman who just had a stroke i think it is a hands down like oz victory Especially Why? in 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 a in a Republican uh, winning year, which normally the prime or sorry the the midterms after a Democratic president gets in means the Republicans do okay, well. Okay, so we need to take a step back. Go ahead, because there's Democrat versus Republican politics, and then there's also the Hollywood factor. Doctor Oz has something that I think Trump has tapped into in his endorsement because Trump doesn't I don't think Trump cares about politics as much as he cares about winning winning and Dr. Oz is a celeb yeah and as far as celebs go it's Dr. Oz and Sarah Palin but Palin's like in the house like who fucking cares but like this is a senator who's a celeb like you can go Democrat, Republican to a certain point, but with Dr. Oz, that's a celeb situation, which really throws all of the calculations of this into a different realm. Well, I mean, like, really what matters is that Oz has what they call in politics name recognition. So if if, if, we, yeah. if, if we understand that nobody who walks into a voting booth in general knows who's going to be on the ballot. Nerds like us do, but most people don't. Yeah. Uh, so if you are motivated to go, then obviously the people who are motivated are going to vote for you. 
But in general, people are going to vote for names they recognize because that's, you know, that's how you buy ketchup, right? You don't buy the no name brand ketchup. You buy Heinz or, or whatever. Like, that's just how everything works. The difference is, is that in the Republican primary, Oz, who has spent a decade on television, has also yeah. talked about on like Oprah television, like midday housewife television. He's like, talked they about love pro him. choice stuff. He's talked about trans kids. He's talked he about seems middle of the ground. He's, like, he's, he seems reasonable he's because danced, his opinions are not written by him. He's danced with Michelle Obama. Right. So it's yes, like he gets writers that give him shit and people go like, that's who he is. But like, no, no, that's no Hollywood in a, what I'm saying is like, whatever the fuck you think Dr. Oz is, if you are a middle of the day TV watcher, there are manipulations that you're not quite aware of that are called writers. I mean, but that's in that politics called too. Show yeah, 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 it ain't like there's like there's just no, not no, that no, in politics. No, of course no, there's of that course in politics. Of course that is on politics, but within politics, if you're into politics, you're watching CNN, you're watching MSNBC, you're watching Fox, right? Doctor Which have Oz, no writers. Of course they have writers. But Dr. Oz is one of those people that is in the realm of people that don't give a fuck about politics. He's in the Oprah, Drew Barrymore, fucking Ellen. Like he's <laughs> in the midday. We don't give a shit about politics. Like he's our doctor. He's the dude. Yeah. Like he's in a celebrity. Which is why, which is why he would crush in the realm. general. The, his, his problem was getting out of the primary. And right now he is barely up in that primary. We're going to move on though real quick. So Doug Mastriano. Wait, is, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry I have one I last, can't one last move Oz, on. One last Oz. Point? No, I actually need to understand the process because, like, Doctor Oz and other dude are essentially tied. Is this one of those situations where they go to a runoff of two people? Like, can you explain no. the process? Like, right, what happens so, so from here in Pennsylvania? Yes. I believe that that is close enough that it will go to a mandatory recount. So that means that they will recount the votes, but with a buffer of a thousand votes, it would take a lot for McCormick to make it up. So I would say right now, the way I would look at it is that Dr. Oz would be the winner. For the Repubs. For the Republicans. So it would be Oz Dr. Versus, Oz Fetterman. versus Fetterman. Yeah. Which, for you and I. Yeah. Content-wise. Oh, good content. Oh, my God. Oh, Dr. The guy, the guy, the guy, the guy. Hollywood. The guy, the guy who's one stroke away and versus the quack doctor. Love but it. But isn't it kind of fascinating to watch the Hollywood dude have to declare which side of politics he's on and exactly who's he's aligned with. Like they all have to walk this line. Right. And then they, Dr. Oz like decides to get into politics and it's like, well, I have to admit that I'm a Republican. Well, now I have to admit that I'm a Trump Republican. Well, like you kind of have to admit who you are in a way where if you're in Hollywood, you can kind of just bullshit that you're with everyone. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Yeah. Dr. Oz is no longer allowed to pretend that he's not a trippy dude. Like you, which is why he shows up here. He's done with the show. He, 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 he let go of his decade long show uh, uh, to do this. When it comes to me, I never followed the dude, but there's a lot of, 
people that do midday TV. You can say women. No, that, no. I, yeah. It, <laughs> oh, so, okay, okay. Majority women. Yes. Correct. But I also know enough Mr. Moms that like stay home. Oh, oh trust me. Trust Mr. me. Mr. Yes. Moms and guys that just like don't do a lot. Like they just know about midday. But are they watching? Are, are, those are, are, of us are, that are, take sick days. Okay, I'll admit it. Sometimes I'm going to take a sick day from my own company <laughs> and I'm going to watch whatever the fuck is on at 2 p.m. during the day. And I don't know what it is, but that is where Dr. Oz lives. It's the <laughs> 2 to 4 p.m. I don't know what the fuck. How many Dr. Oz episodes have you watched? <sighs> One. Like, Do you remember what was on? Do you remember what the topic was? I, I actually, okay, I remember... That he had a line of teens and he was asking <laughs> teens what they think about a thing. And I yeah. was like, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about what teens think about a thing. And I switched over to USA, which is almost always a Psych. law and order oh, special and order. victims unit. There we go. I was like, yes, I will yes. watch seven of these. That girl was over raped. a Dr. Oz. However, <laughs> Richard Belzer. However, I don't know. Was she raped? Yeah, dog. That girl was raped and then punched in the face with a cocaine bet. And honestly, Ice T is the best <laughs> detective. Like, if I roll up and I just got in trouble and I look up and I look up and there's Ice T, I'm like, I'm in good hands. Like, he's the no, best. No, if you cop. look up at Ice T, you're dead. Like, he doesn't look at you unless no, you're done. No, no, no. Because if Ice T is there, you're a special victim and you are fucking oh, alive. Oh, you're right. If you're, you're dead, right. yeah. you don't get Ice T. Apparently, you get fucking Stabler now because he's in a different fucking druggy division. <laughs> we are getting way off topic. Way on topic. My point is when it comes to watching Dr. Fucking Oz, it's a midday TV situation. Yes. I think it is a. Boomer who does that benefit? Who does that plus benefit? situation uh, electorally? Who does well, that? Benefit? That's what's frustrating, right? Because the people that are voting and who have taken voting as a this is my secret right. It's boomers plus, and like so, yeah. Doctor Oz actually has an advantage because my stupid fucking generation, hi millennials, nice to meet you. Um, I was born in 1982 and we have not realized our power in our numbers that we can outnumber these fucking boomers and they are the ones who are voting and therefore Dr. Oz has a really good chance of getting in. So it's all a numbers game until my generation decides to step the fuck up and actually vote. We are going to be outvoted by the olds who watch midday TV and think Dr. Oz is a really cool dude because Oprah decided to endorse his book. And br 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 br. like most of us don't care about this, but most of us who are chill. Yeah. Don't vote. All right. So there we go. D Dr. Oz, I, I believe. Uh, I think he's got it. I, I think he will get it. And I think he will win the Senate uh, for governor in Pennsylvania. Uh, Josh Shapiro uh, obviously is going to win for the Democrats and Doug Mastriano, who, by the way, let me admit now for the first time on the podcast, not only responded to me yesterday on Twitter, but slipped into my DMs uh, uh, is now the GOP nominee for the Pennsylvania governor 
race. Am I the only one who wants to rewind to the slipped into your DMs? So and- I I tweeted yesterday that uh, my my first half of this podcast, which was me on the road in Pennsylvania, was up for all my free uh, uh, for for the free listeners. The Patreon people got it on Sunday, and I said that there was sound from the event that he barred all the press from. So remember on great night and I was talking about the, the event where the tri-corner hat guy was barring everybody from getting in. Yes. So that was his event. And so he responded cause I tagged him cause I'm, I'm a clout hunter. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, he responds to me directly and it was very, very quickly afterward. He was like, uh, uh, by the way, the entire video and sound is up on my website. And I responded to him and said, that's good. I like to fly to these events so I can record the candidate and the crowd specifically so I can see the vibe and I can report that back to my listeners. He didn't respond publicly, but he did slip into my DMs and he said, thank you for coming to my event. I just want to let you know that the full thing is on my Facebook, not my website, like he said. Uh, uh, and I said, well, if it ever comes up again, which I guess it has now, so everybody can know that that Doug Mastriano event in totality is up on his Facebook. Uh, uh, I, I said, uh, thank you for letting me into the event. And then I wished him good luck because I feel like that's just what you should do what to all, do. all candidates. Right. Uh, and he said, thank you. And so there we go. That was the entire DM conversation I had with the now officially uh, Republican nominee for governor in Pennsylvania. Okay. (laughs) There's not much that we need to go past that. I think, I think that is because I don't think that there's much that we need to know. Uh, But Justin, is that not the situation where you, I mean, feel free to edit this out, but you rolled up, to his campaign event and they didn't let anyone in but you? Is that the same dude? Yeah. Okay. But because okay, because okay, podcasts okay, aren't okay, real we media. Cannot, because podcasts we cannot, are not real media. We cannot fucking breeze over this on Why? P Times 3. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, why? I, I, no, 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 why? So, 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 so you know, so you, so you know, so you know, fundamental question of what is media we've, and what we've, is not. We've already, you, we've already talked about, we've already talked about it on, on the first half of this podcast, but, but please give me your thoughts. I so, mean, so it, it has not been unaddressed is all I'm saying. Okay. So you've already talked about it yes. to your audience. Yeah. So this is what I want to ask you. Um, when it comes to podcasting. Yes. It's incredibly insulting to be told that you are not the media. Yeah. And yet we are still so fucking under the radar that in person we can get in. Like I feel like hearing your story and being on the same level of professional podcaster, I feel like yeah. I am the media, like fuck all y'all. Like I'm one See, of you. Here, here's- I feel like you just pulled off a fucking coup for podcasters. <laughs> like, do you not understand how cool that I, 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 I very much appreciated the fact that I was able to do a thing that CBS and Fox were not able to do. 
That being said, but that's that being gonna said, run the fuck out. So do you not feel like you no, are no, the ground no, no, floor no, no, or something no, no, amazing? No, 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 no. Here's here's the reality. What I have that you don't have is a background in newspaper journalism, which is an ego depleting field because all you have at the end when you produce your final product is a name that nobody reads at the top of an article that increasingly nobody we reads. We all quote the LA Times, not the Exactly. Dude. Yeah. Right. So like when you're on television, if you're Robert Costa from CBS, who was there getting rejected, his face gets on the television when he's done with his product. That is something that he can send to his mom and his mom can send to her friends and say, look at me like like the the the, the boys on television. But what's the difference? Because the difference your podcast is, and your fucking whoa, whoa, face on, got on, in on, and on. no let one let else did. Let me, go, let, let me go back. Let me go back. My. Uh, like entire journey here was in newspaper journalism, which is just calling people, having them tell you, I don't want to talk to you and you're a parasite. You're awful every day, <laughs> every day. Yeah. So the fact that somebody said podcasting isn't real media while they're trying to do me a favor is like that, that, that skin that might have been poked has is so callous to me. That like even now that I'm outside of a world where where uh, people are hanging up on me and telling me I'm awful, like that is that is worn so thick that it was just a funny thing to me. But don't you see it as kind of like an incredible loophole that you got to weasel yes. your slimy way yep. into? Yep. It's in, it's in, that's what I'm excited about where it's like, oh, CNN couldn't get in, but your ass could. And they have no idea the numbers I've seen. And by the way, the man, the man, you have 40,000 people following your ass on Twitter. Like that is not insignificant. The The man who banned every media person on in my DMs thanked me for coming to his event. He was a cute little pirate-looking <laughs> thing. Like, no, 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 not not not, not tricorder guy. Oh, but not like, that. No, no, he no. Was so cute. No, the actual candidate, the actual candidate who made the call to ban everybody, thanked me for coming to his event in my DMs. Anyway, North Carolina Senate primary results. Uh, uh, Trump's pick, Bud wins, and on the Democratic side, Beasley wins. Those are easy. Justin, why are easy. we re- reporting on? All of this as who Trump does or does not like. Are we giving him more power than we want him to have by reporting it in this way? No, I mean, I think like, all right. So that is that is a good um, a, a good a good question, because I think the reason why you track it is because you want to know whether or not he has power in his uh, 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 electoral and and uh, uh, endorsement capacity, but doesn't he lose power if we ignore him? Well, we're not gonna. I mean, like, like I, this is what I cover, so it's like I, I need to. I'm track not judging you. I'm asking no, 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 a legit question. No, no, no. Le- uh, legitimately, like I, it matters to me if somebody says you're the guy. Do they win? Because, because I know my, you my, see my, politics my... as the same way I see as betting on football in. Uh, every week that football is <laughs> like any time I go to Vegas and football is happening. You because look when, at politics when you, cause you, as Because when you bet on but football, you want to win, right? Bigger picture. Yes. We are all judging these candidates based on what Trump fucking says about them. Are no, we not giving no, no, him no, no, more no, no, power no, no, than no, no, he no. should I'm not, have? I'm not judging them on whether or not 
like, because uh, uh, I don't judge. I pick. Like, it's everybody else's job to judge. It's the voter's job to judge. It's my job to pick. Do I think that his endorsement carries weight? I do. And so I'm going to factor that into my picks. I'm going to factor that into my analysis. But what if we didn't? What if we, what if we pretended that his stupid ass didn't exist? Then we would be denying the fact that there's a president that, that like, he does was exist the president. And he yes. was the president. Yeah. He was the, pre- the I president still of the United States. That. that dumbass All right. was the president. I'll give you a Trump loss, though. Janice McGeechan. This is somebody that you should actually do some reading on. I literally almost What's flew to name? Idaho. I literally almost flew to Idaho because I really wanted to see this primary. Can you tell me the name again? Janice McGeechan is her name. She is the okay. lieutenant governor of Idaho. She looks like she got her ass whooped. She got whipped by Brad Little. Now, Brad Little is the governor of Idaho, and he just won the Republican primary, which means he won the governorship of Idaho again. This is an interesting race, not only because Trump endorsed Janice McGeechan, but because during the pandemic, Janice McEachin, who was the lieutenant governor of Idaho, whenever Brad Little left the state, Janet McEachin, who, because of the constitution of that state, meant that she was the chief executive, would reverse Brad Little's laws on COVID. So he had to physically come back to the state to reimpose his COVID mitigation laws. <laughs> this, has broken, this has I, broken. It's, it's, <laughs> this has broken. This has broken, Jen. I fucking can't. <laughs> but, I'm so glad you're so entertained by this stuff because it makes me so mad. And your joy. No, I mean, look. Makes look, look, look. me. Brad okay, Brad yeah. Little won, and he won by a a, a pretty pretty hefty margin. But it so, sounds to me like he's an asshole. Like Brad, I don't know. He's an Idaho Republican. What do you know about Idaho Republicans? I know nothing about. Idaho what do you know about people from Idaho? I've been to Idaho, and honestly, they were lovely. But I've only met the waitresses. They were great. Like, <laughs> I just went to a goddamn Chili's. It was, and it was a was it a good Chili's? Did it, did yeah, they have- I, I, this is the thing about Justin. I, I love being friends with you. I love being friends with you. I really do. But your obsession on the candidates and the races and it's so important. It's so important, but we are just in such different wheelhouses. Cause I think so many of these people are assholes and they're winning on <laughs> The These basis are primaries. Of being These the are primaries for the record. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? The, the the primaries matter in some ways more than general because we narrow it down to D versus R, and like, yeah. And then you get these top two, where you get the top two of fucking idiots. And then in November, most people show up and they're like, "Well, I got the top two idiots. Which idiot am I going to pick?" I'm like, honestly, if you want to have a good person, now is when it matters, and now is when no one gives a shit. So it's it's really fucking tough. And I think you covering the races is so important. And yet you're covering the races between such assholes. And I I don't <laughs> know what to do with the fact that like you're covering so many 
races where for me reading the bills and the laws and knowing the effects of what they do and how what, much it when matters they, when they get there and then they, they actually get there, cast the, job, the votes yeah. yeah the job that we are hiring these people for is so fucking serious it it depends on like my physical health like can i at as a fucking adult human woman have an abortion when this thing cannot possibly exist outside of me. You can't see it. It doesn't have any pain. It's sure. not a person. Yeah. Like this is being governed right now. The people that I don't fucking respect. And then you show me these different races between people that I don't fucking respect. And I am the one that's reading the bills that become laws where it's like, this is serious shit. So it's like, I love your joyous attitude about politics because I think that's the only way for us to do this and not want to kill ourselves. Like, I really, <laughs> I love it. I love your joy. I love, like, I don't want to take that away from you. And one of my fears of doing a show with you is that I'm going to take that away from you. I'm going to make oh, it too serious trust for me. you. Don't worry. Yeah, I think you're cynical as fuck. Don't so worry. It's like, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're all right. I, a month with you, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, yeah, it's fine. You're not going to destroy anything. I am going to have these moments of like, this is serious. So to have a Senate seat dependent on Dr. Oz and some other. All right. All right. Hold on. Wait, I, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to I'm I'm bring it back to something that we did talk about uh, uh, for anybody who hasn't listened. Uh, by the way. Uh, despite the fact that Andrew Heaton doesn't want to promote it right now, uh, there is a brand new episode. By the way, all three of her, we're all promoting it. And we're all promoting ways. it. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, 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 we're not it's wrong. The worst we're not wrong. Ever. We're not wrong is a new podcast starring myself, Jen Briney, who is <laughs> normally not like, you know, a handle of Tito's in. <laughs> Uh, 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 no, I honestly don't think I'm saying anything. I would. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. I, I'm just saying that, like, we are. We are normally fresher than I am. Fresher. Heaton is always. I don't know. Out of a a, a cartoon, uh, because he's a ridiculous person. He's a good person. But in the first episode of that show, we're not. As no, Andrew. we're scumbags. We're, not. we're scumbags. If but, you're gonna hear anyone on our new podcast <laughs> talk shit on each other and ball bust, it's gonna be me, <laughs> me and, and me Justin. And, me and, and it's gonna come from straight love, but yes. I'm gonna bust your balls into a Facts. tiny little Facts. pulp that I will atomize squeeze my into balls, my, my balls yeah. on Sundays. <laughs> like it will be we are going to ball bust, but then there's gonna be Andrew who will be like Oh, hey, well, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I believe that Margaret Thatcher would say that yeah. uh, anyway. We're uh, nice people. And Justin would be like, are we in that episode, <laughs> which you can listen to right now. If you search for we're not wrong on the podcatcher of your choice. Yeah. Good. Luck. You had a, I would say, animalistic reaction to one Madison Cawthorn. Did not know he was in wheelchair. <laughs> Did not know. Because, because thing, you were you were I... impressed by his humping. Okay, okay. Not knowing okay, okay, that he okay. was in Here's a wheelchair. Here's the thing. Okay, I need to defend my professional relationship to Congress. I am paying attention. <laughs> that is an seriously. amazing preface. That is an amazing preface to any sentence. 
I need to defend my relationship to Congress. I do. I do. Because you presented some Madison Cawthorn shit to me that I didn't know, mainly that he was in a wheelchair. And my, fine. My thing is that like my, what? Eat your mic. (laughs) Eat my mic. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing about Congress is that I am paying attention to the people that are actually creating legislation. Yes. Bills, laws, all that stuff. Madison Cawthorn is not one of them. He's not in the fucking room. No one takes him seriously. So he's not in the rooms I'm paying attention to. He's not in the rules committee, which is one of the committees that like you don't know exists. That is literally the most important thing in Congress that you've never fucking heard of. I pay very close attention to them, and I'm pretty sure Madison Cawthorn has never sniffed it. Has never been in the room. Um, I pay attention to the bills that have become law. So I pay attention to who wrote them. I watch the markup hearings where they do the amendments. I will watch the hearings where they debate them, and I will watch the floor debates where they talk about those. The funny people that we talk about, the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Madison Cawthorns yep. and the Lauren Boberts, they are not in these conversations. They are entertainment. Can I can and I can, can, I, can I ask is, you? Wait, hold no, up, wait, 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 give just, me a second. Just, I'm not done. Because the media <laughs> fucking loves these people. They yeah. are low-hanging fruit. And so they will cover these people even though they are completely insignificant. So when I'm hanging out with Justin, he talks about Madison Cawthorn. He pays attention to politics and the the Carolinas. I don't even know which fucking one. The Carolinas <laughs> the politics. The is entertaining is all shit. So he asks he asks me about Madison Cawthorn, and honestly, I don't give a fuck because he's in his mid twenties, and no one gives a shit Stop about him. that. You'd seen the video when I brought it up. Don't act like I showed you the video. The only video I saw was of a congressman who was completely like blurred out, like banging a friend's face. And I went, ha ha. But that is not a guy that is like doing anything with legislation. Is it entertaining? Yes. Yes, All day. Do I want him to lose his primary? All day. That is a huge preamble to say that you thought he was hot as hell. And you were shocked that that a man that athletic could hump like that. Nothing. About my opinion of Madison Cawthorn being gorgeous has changed. <laughs> Nothing. Well, that is a beautiful man, wheelchair or not. Let's go. Here is what has changed. But I Madison don't want him Cawthorn. making my laws. Here is what has changed. Madison Cawthorn being in Congress because as of right now, it is a wrap. <laughs> Chuck Edwards has beaten <gasps> Madison Cawthorn, and he has done it above the threshold of a runoff uh, above 30% is what it is in North Carolina. We have that is a wrap. We have a plus 95%. No, it's a wrap. They're calling it. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Uh, Chuck Edwards, (laughs) 33.4%. Madison Cawthorn, 31.9%. When an incumbent in a shitty Congress wins or loses, uh, that's the best. By, by the way, by the way, he, do, you, do you want to know why he won? 
Or why, why Chuck Edwards won and Madison like Cawthorn? No, I mean, by the way, he'll probably be worse than Madison Cawthorn was. But like uh, the reason why is because uh, uh, you know how there was all the redistricting craziness because of COVID? Because the census was late, which meant um, that all it the redistricting. It wasn't just COVID. We had a redistricting during COVID, which this redistricting is going to be the most fucked up of our lifetime. It, it still it's is. The most no, no, it's still happening. story. So here, here, here's, here, here's all I'm saying is that like in North Carolina, there was a uh, proposed map that then got revised. But in the initial proposed map, Madison Cawthorn said he was going to switch districts and run in another district. Then that map got revised. And so he had to run back in the same district that he had just said that he would, that, that he had left. And that apparently, uh, along with all the, you know, Madison Cawthorn of it all, the naked humping, the drag, the yeah. driving with a suspended license, the getting on a plane with a loaded gun, all that. Uh, wound up sinking him. Uh, uh, oh, also the orgies uh, that he did not attend and the key bumps that he did not sniff. Uh, R.I.P. Madison Cawthorn's current run as Goodbye, the representative you handicapped. of NC11. Fuck Barty. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's the point where we need to wrap this up. <laughs> Goodbye, you handicapped fuck party is the moment where we are going to wrap it up. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully We're going to have enjoyed. so much fun this without is the after you. Party. This is the after party for uh, uh, the, the primaries for tonight. Hopefully, man, do you realize that people are going to be waking up for work and this is the first thing they're going to listen to on the way to work? You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love you guys. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio.